welcome back to the Other Wordly Podcast. I'm your host, Pete, a.k.a. Palm Wondrous. Today is episode 39, and we are going to take a look at a few more words. But before we get started, the letters of our words are symbols, casting spells that influence how we experience our reality, and their sounds create resonant frequencies, inspiring thoughts in those who hear it. Point being, our words mean something. And the first word we'll take a look at, dream. But before we actually dive into the sequence of words, I thought I would share with you how these words were actually brought to my attention. So dream is a word I've certainly broken down in the past, but the rest of them were words that came to my attention when I took part in a recent webinar with Matt Belair and Mark England. Now, Matt Belair has a podcast of his own. I've broken down his name in a previous episode, and I can't say enough about the value that Matt Belair brings to the table with the content that he provides. Mark England, I was not familiar with, uh, but what I gather, he has several things that he's working on, but one of which is a coaching service that he calls Procabulary. And in it, he essentially helps people get past the language and the self-speech that doesn't serve them. So things that they might be saying to themselves and to others that are actually disempowering and helping them rearrange or eliminate some phrases so that they are speaking in a way that is empowering. But as all of you listeners have come to know, I look at words differently than most. And so some of the phrases and the terminology and the words that he was using, I was jotting notes and breaking them down. And and for me, it was really supplementing the information he was sharing. Because as we've all seen, I mean, a lot of the words that we use, we have learned to refer to this language and these words and these letter symbols in a way that is somewhat accurate, but it's almost like we're caught up with the frosting and we don't really see the cake. And so looking at the actual symbolism and correlating that to some of the deeper wisdom that we have learned from some of the Hermetic text it seems to all make sense how some of these base nuggets of knowledge may have been slightly manipulated or distorted and then reinterpreted over the generations to then be presented to us in the way that we currently see them. But with that said, again, we'll start with dream. Dream is D-R-E-A-M. D is dimension. R is reflect or return. E-A is power. M is mental. A state in which the reality as you perceive it reflects the power of your thoughts. And that's really what a dream is. Whether you're dreaming at night or dreaming during the day, I think this is probably referring to daydreaming. So where you're consciously crafting visuals within your mind, you're using the power of your imagination. But a lot of times people get caught in that stage and don't know how to manifest these things into their own reality. And so... During that session, that webinar, Mark spoke about dreams versus goals and how do you leave the dream state and actually create goals because it's in that act of creating goals that legitimizes those dreams and it makes them tangible and something that you're actually going to work toward. And so for me, I broke down both dream and goal and then thought about what is it that you, you do to get from one stage to the other. And so the next word is that in between. That's plan. And so plan, P-L-A-N, 
P is to perceive, L is consciousness, A is not, N is normalized. Now LA or AL, I've talked about this in the past, is really re referencing more often than not, not always, but more often than not, it's referencing the unconscious. So rather than your conscious mind, the masculine energy, it's referring to the unconscious mind, which is associated with the feminine energy, the feminine aspect. And so this word, the process through which you perceive the unconscious aspect of yourself come into balance or coming into balance. And that's really what a plan is. You're going through the steps of taking those unconscious ideas or that energy and making it tangible. You're consciously acting on it. And that's often through writing something down, journaling, putting steps together in a way that makes that goal that you seek to achieve more realistic. And so let's look at goal. Goal is G-O-A-L. G is great or the higher spiritual aspect of yourself. O is full or complete. A is not. L is consciousness. So here we have the A-L again, which again, I think is unconscious. So the act of bringing your greater conscious self into a unified perspective with your lower unconscious self makes a lot of sense. And so looking at all three of these together, you have the dream, the plan, and the goal. I think this is a kind of guide to manifestation that we can all implement. So you have those ideas, that dream, that imagination. You then go through the action of writing it down. And we hear a lot about this with vision boards, how powerful those are when you take action steps to potentially create something tangible. It is enhancing the probability that these things will come into fruition, that these things will manifest into your reality especially if it's a board that you're looking at and gazing upon every day. Whether you're aware of it or not, you are actually using the power of subconscious imprinting on yourself because your subconscious is that creative force. You're enhancing the probability that these things will come about. And then obviously goal, like I said, that's really the unification of the two perspectives into one solid view. Not to be mistaken with the unification of being, but I think this is just taking those two sides, masculine and feminine energy and saying, hey, let's work together towards this desired outcome. But ultimately the end, no pun intended, goal of all of this is to bring those two aspects into one being. But that's uh, another conversation. But before I end the session, other words that came about were journal and pen. Now journal, J-O-U-R-N-A-L, J is journey, O is full or complete, U is you, both singular and plural, R is reflect or return, N is normalize, A is not, L is consciousness. So again, A-L, we're referring to the unconscious. And then PEN, P-E-N, perceive energy normalize, or coming into balance. Normalization, you'll hear me use it as both balance and normalize when referencing the N. They're the same thing, but I think how we conceptualize it, it's different. So when you're talking about normalization of data or normalization of energy into this reality, it's the densification of energy into materialized form. It's coming into existence within the physical realm. Versus balance, that is more of a leveling out and a harmonization of your energy. So I hope I'm not confusing people when I use those interchangeably. It's really up to interpretation and it depends on the context and the other letters that are, they're associated with. But in this case, pen, perceive energy normalizing. 
So think about that when we use a pen, we are writing down a word on paper. We're making it visible, not only to ourselves now, but also to others. It's increasing the tangibility of that which you speak, of that spell. And so bringing these together, it's using normalizing energy of the pen to bring your full being back into a state of balance with your unconscious mind, or maybe the collective unconscious mind. And I think that's the effect of a diary or a journal. A lot of people that are suffering from from maybe emotional trauma can use the action of journaling to help bring balance back to their being. And that's something that Mark England talks about quite a bit. That's part of his process in helping people work through some of these things, maybe in their past, that are holding them back. I have one more slide for you guys. And this slide is initially going to be perceived as a little off topic, but the only reason I bring it to the table now is because of its connection to the perception of language and because Mark had used it in reference to how most of us have been taught to speak to one another and to ourselves in such a way that's actually detrimental. And he made that connection to spirituality, to some religious practice and to the Bible. And so what I'm referring to is the Tower of Babel. So we know this from the story within Genesis as the origin of the different languages. In other words, we had all spoken one language at one point, but then the tower was taken down and everyone spoke different languages. And it was due to that crumbling of the tower as a statement from God to punish man because of our arrogance and trying to raise a tower up to the heavens. Now, looking at the breakdown of the letter symbols and the way that I do it, it tells you a completely different story. And this makes a lot of sense. So here it is. Tower is T-O-W-E-E-R. T is vessel or game. O is full or complete. W is wave or water. E is energy. R is reflect or return. Of is O-F. O is full or complete. F is frequency. And then Babel. B-A-B-E-L. B is being, A is not, B again is being, E is energy, L is consciousness. The game's full wave of thought energy as a reflection within the unconscious minds of the collective. What I believe the Tower of Babel is referring to is the most powerful thought form that has come into existence. This is what most people refer to as the matrix. This is all the thoughts and beliefs regarding our reality that we've all been indoctrinated into believing that has strengthened and reinforced this current version of this experience. The one language is the one belief system. So all of the laws of science that we've been told, all of the quote-unquote truths of our reality that we've been told, when we all believe these things to be, we have created this tower. We've created this unification of thought, and we need this tower to come crumbling down. And when you break that tower down, what happens? It allows the lesser thought forms to grow in strength. And so it allows some of these other quote-unquote miraculous things to now become more apparent and visible within our reality because they're now strengthened and given, for lack of a better word, life. It's really, really interesting when you think about this, and it makes a lot, a lot of sense, at least to me. But I'll end it there. If you found this content to be of value and would like to help support future episodes, please consider joining me on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash palmwondrous. And as I said in the last episode, any support in the other channels, uh, Instagram, YouTube, likes, shares, comments, greatly appreciated.
Oh yeah, subscriptions too. <laughs> Those help. Thank you. And until next time, know what you stand for.